Hello, I'm Michael, and welcome to the Money on Your Mind podcast brought to you by the Mental Health and Money Advice Service. Money on Your Mind is here to help you manage your mental health and money, two subjects that are closely linked but not talked about enough. Each episode will tackle a mental health and money theme, ranging from welfare benefits to managing your money with a mental health condition. Money on Your Mind is here to help break the stigma around talking about money and mental health. In this episode, we discuss how to manage your money when living with a mental health condition. Joining me for this podcast is Ginger Benison, the Mental Health and Money Advice Service Manager. Hi, Ginger. Hi, Michael. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on this episode. For the listeners, can you tell me what your day-to-day job entails? Uh, Yes, no problem. So I currently manage a team of specialist debt advisors, whereby we specialize in helping our clients who have poor mental health and are also experiencing problems with their debts. And we look at putting in suitable and sustainable debt solutions, as well as help our clients with their income maximization. So looking at whether or not we can help them with a welfare benefits claim. We help to um, help our clients with appeals if the original claim hasn't been successful. Ah, thanks for that, Ginger. That's brilliant. Uh, as mentioned at the start, in this episode, we're discussing managing your money with a mental health condition. So firstly, can you explain why managing your money with a mental health condition can be so difficult? Sure, Michael, no problem. So basically, living with a mental health condition can affect um, the way you manage your money because it impacts the way that you feel, the way you think, and the way you act. It can also influence your decision-making, your planning, spending. It can influence your behaviors, your coping strategies, as well as your communication. So how a mental health condition can affect someone's ability to manage their money can be different from person to person. Ah, you mentioned there how much someone's mental health condition can affect their ability to manage money will differ from person to person. Are there any common signs that people can identify with that they might be able to see within themselves or if there's any friends or family which could identify these? Sure. And that is actually a really good question. So some of the common signs that common signs that we have come across is impulsivity. So if you're experiencing an episode of mania, or if you're struggling with impulse controls, you could buy things on impulse. Uh, Avoidance is another uh, common sign. So basically, if you're putting off making a decision, so if you're living with an anxiety disorder, um, so you may not want to contact your bank, uh, you may not want to be contacting any of your creditors, or you may even feel anxious applying for um, any potential welfare benefits that you may be entitled to. There could be harmful coping mechanisms so that you're spending more money than you can afford um, on short-term coping strategies. So that could be things like alcohol, clothes, food, cigarettes, or even drugs if you have depression or a low mood disorder. Uh, Motivation. So if you're feeling depressed, uh, you may struggle with the motivation to manage your finances. So for example, you may not want to open your posts. You may open your post and then realize that actually I don't really want to pay that bill, hide the bill, throw the bill in the bin, or you may even struggle to um, make really important financial decisions. And another really um, common sign is concentration, learning and memory. So some people with mental illnesses such as schizophrenia may affect the ability, your sort of ability to concentrate, 
learn and remember things. So this may make it harder for you to develop the skills that you need to manage your money. That's really interesting, Ginger. Thanks for that. What advice would you give to someone living with a mental health condition who wants to understand how they manage their money? Is there anything that they can do to understand any pattern? Yeah, sure. So the first step to understanding how your mental health affects the way you manage your money is to find patterns in your financial behavior and to identify any potential habits. So you may already have some insight into this and be aware that you manage your money differently depending on how your mental health is at certain times. It may also be useful to ask family members or professionals that know you well to see if they have an awareness. Some of the exercises that you can do uh, to gain a further understanding about how your mental health affects the way you spend your money is you can maybe keep a, a, mood, a diary of your mood um, and rate it out of 10 at multiple points in the day. Uh, you can make a note of any situations that are connected to managing your money. So this could include buying something or get a bill in the post or visiting the bank or even just having a conversation about money and budgeting. Each time you spend some money, record how you were feeling both before and, and afterwards. And also another thing that you can do, you can keep this diary for a few weeks to see if you notice any patterns emerging and you may find that will help. That's a really good tip, actually. You mentioned earlier the five common traits of that people could recognize from themselves, impulsivity, avoidance, motivation, coping mechanisms and concentration, learning and memory. Do you have any tips that people can use to help with these signs? So any tips to help with their impulsivity, avoidance, motivation? Sure. So one really important thing is to give yourself some breathing space before making any decision or buying things um, by setting a date to finalize uh, your purchase or a decision. And sometimes the term sleep on it. So if you're thinking, actually, I really want to buy this, I'm going to just wait until tomorrow and see if I still really want to buy it. Um, so just giving yourself some time. Another option is you can remove the contactless payment option from your phone or from your card. So if possible, you can buy things in cash rather than use your card. And this will make impulse purchases a bit more difficult for you. You can ask a trusted friend or family member to look after your credit cards. If you notice any warning signs have been triggered, quite commonly people will say, put your credit cards in the freezer. And also... If you find not buying something makes you feel worse, then you can buy the item, but keep the tags and keep the receipt. So this, again, allows you to have that bit of breathing space where if you then you've bought this item and now you're thinking, I really shouldn't have done that. And actually, I feel quite, quite bad about buying this particular item that if you have the tags and the receipt, it still gives you the option to return it. And that may help. So for avoidance, some top tips that you can do for that is write down the things that you're avoiding and then write down the steps that you need to take um, to face that. Make each step as small as possible. So as you are much more likely to face the task if it's easily achieved. So and concentrate on the, the short term goals. Then assign each step to a day and a time. So we are much more likely to complete an action if we have a dedicated set of time or time slot um, and it can also be helpful to tell somebody about your plan so if you don't want to do this just make sure that you write the tasks down as it helps bring them to reality 
And whilst you're looking at the at this strategy, one thing to be mindful of is maybe try and do it in terms of a smart tool. So smart is basically meaning specific. So think about all the details. Measurable, how will you know if you have done it or not? Achievable, don't set yourself up to fail. And relevant, think about what will make a difference to the task and the time-based uh, schedule when you want this to be achieved. And that may help you in terms of your, your strategy around avoidance. So if we look on to some top tips in terms of harmful coping mechanisms, um, so a strategy that you can think of in terms of harmful, harmful coping mechanisms is to create an if-then plan. Uh, so once you become aware of triggers, thoughts, feelings, or behaviors, which lead to unhelpful behavior, make a plan of what you need to do if you notice these triggers. For example, if you begin to feel low and you go to bed and you spend time online and you buy items that you know you can't afford, you feel a little bit better and it starts to give you something to look forward to. However, afterwards, you feel guilty, ashamed, and stress out how much money you've spent. These feelings can cause you to avoid friends and family, making the coping mechanism worse for you in the long run. So if you had an if-then plan, if I begin to feel low, then I will ring a friend. So I have company and a distraction. I know it's not what I feel like doing at the time, but it always makes me feel better afterwards and stops me from spending money. So you may find that your mental health condition means that you have problems with planning a budget and sticking to it, understanding your options relating to money, and remembering to pay bills on time. Therefore, you may find those particular tasks difficult to manage. And so in terms of concentrating, learning, and, and, and memory, that you may want to ask a trusted friend or a family member to help you with these tasks, or you may have access to a healthcare professional, such as a support worker or a navigator who can help you with these things. That leads really nicely to the, uh, another question I have, Ginger. Obviously, currently, flash sales and increased marketing around Black Friday and Christmas can be risky for people living with mental health conditions. Um, do you have any tips to help them manage their money during this time? Yes, it's a very relevant point at the moment, isn't it, Michael? Um, one of the top tips that we, uh, I certainly would say is to set yourself a budget, write down what you want, and also to compare prices. We can get bombarded with ads and go onto this website, and it can be quite an easy time to fall into the Black Friday traps. Um, keep your receipts as well. And Make sure that you know your consumer rights. And if anything else, please seek help if you're concerned about your mental health and your money. Thanks, Ginger. And one last question. Uh, what is your best tip for managing mental health and money? Uh, my best tip would be to set a budget and to review your budget on a regular basis. We have on our website... Um, Within our toolkit, we have a budget um, tool that will help you be able to manage that. And then you would review your budget. Always try and save for emergencies if you can using the jam jar method. So maybe having even a physical 
jar so you can save so, some money for specific items um, within those jars the little and often um, option as well uh, one thing that you can do is give yourself a weekly cash allowance so if you say right I'm going to have x amount of money for the week and once that's gone I need to wait until next week that can be quite a powerful tool and also we're coming into the new year so it's a really good time to review the contracts that you have or the direct debits that you have on your bank account, do the review in the sense of cancel any direct debits that are no longer needed anymore. If you have anything, um, any contracts that need to be renewed, make sure you obtain quotes from, from other places to see that you're getting the best deal that you can. Thanks, Ginger. Uh, that's all we have time for on this episode. Uh, thanks for joining me and explaining ways people can better manage their money when living with a mental health condition. Thank you very much for your time, Michael. Do appreciate it. If you or someone you know finds it difficult to manage their mental health and money, visit our website at mhma.org.uk. You'll find free information, guides and tools to help you understand, manage and improve your mental health and money issues. Once again, That's mhma.org.uk.